The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, it's your girl Coach Felicia. This is part four of the Obedience is My Responsibility series with Keelay Carter. This one's called Surrendering to God and His Word. So again, thank y'all. Thank you, Keelay, for doing this with me. This is um the this is the final series. This is uh part four. Like it is it is I can't believe we we've gotten here. Like in the beginning, I was super nervous about whether or not, you know, this was even going to be what it whatever it was that God wanted it to be and it turned out to be so much more you know especially for myself just like what he has done over these last four weeks have been just like oh I see it makes so much sense now wow you start I started this when I did like mm, okay okay how's it been for you thus far um it's been it's been it's been a blessing <laughs> but it's been it's been a stretching season for sure mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely has. And I, you know, um, this week I had was kind of in a situation where I had to make like a really serious decision. And as I was going through it um, and just really thinking about it, it hit me later on that I was like, oh, it's because I'm doing this obedience series. Is this what this is about? Like, so I'm like, I I couldn't even say no, because I was like, because if it's about being obedient, I... I guess I just got to say yes. <laughs> it's like it's like when they say if you pray for patience, he's going to test you with something that you need to be patient in. He's like, oh, y'all want to talk about obedience, do y'all? <laughs> hmm. 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 So yeah. So definitely. Um, yeah. This has been. It, it's been right on time too. Just all the things. Hey, everybody. Welcome. 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 So if you guys, if it's your first time here, we have been doing a series for the last four weeks called Obedience is My Responsibility. Um, and we, it started on my podcast, which is the Slaying Self Doubt podcast. Um, and I asked Keele whether or not she'd be willing to join me on these lives on Thursday. She so graciously said yes. We did not know what we were in for, but the Lord knew. So we just was obedient. Like, what, what, what can we do? <laughs> Right, that's it. You just you take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Listen. Uh, <laughs> so the definition of obedience from Holloman's Illustrated Bible Dictionary is to hear God's word act accordingly. Biblical obedience means to hear, trust, submit, and surrender to God and his word. So the last step that we're on right now is surrendering. And I said this last week. Every, every it seems like every week it got a little bit more. For real? I got, yeah, it, I got nervous this week. I ain't gonna lie. It's like, <laughs> it's like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
Because you know what I, I, I what I learned was in this whole season, even like having to deal with that decision that I had to make, um, and it was it was even the decision was like just a starting point, right? It wasn't even like it's there's still a lot of steps. It was just like the start, but it really was like I didn't I realized in it that I was like, oh, this is going to be another test of what surrender looks like because the entire decision has nothing to do with me. I had, once I go in it, I have to remove myself out of it and I have to be at peace with whatever the decision may be, like the, whatever the result will be on the other end of it. And I, that's when I was like, oh, okay, I see what you did there. I see, I see what you did there. So every week we use a, a biblical scripture to kind of go over the words. So I was looking up surrender in the Bible and I was like, it's so many different things where it says it. So uh, the one I landed on was Romans 12, 1, 3, where it says, so I beg you brothers, and this is the easy version. Uh, so I beg you brothers and sisters, because of the great mercy God has shown us, offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him, an offering that only God, only for God and pleasing to him, considering what he has done, it is only right that you should worship him in this way. Don't change yourselves to be like the people of this world, but let God change you on the inside with a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. You will be able to know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect. God has given me a special gift, and that's why I have something to say to each of you. Don't think you are better than you really are. You must see yourself just as you are. Decide what you are by the faith God has given each of us. So when I first read that, I was like, I think that was a read kind of sort of a little bit in there a bit, but I was able to kind of break it down for, you know, I was like, okay. So the first part of this came up for me was service, right? And using your body as service. And so what was interesting about this is that during, during this whole obedience thing, I have really been on my health journey. I've been on it, right? But it was really a thing of like, what has God always been asking me to do? Like, what has he been? And it's really about, it, it starts with you. Like, I have to, and if he can't use me as his vessel because I'm unhealthy or I'm not prepared or, and that's your mind, your body, your soul, all of those things. Um, how, how can he use you in the service that he needs? He need, you need to be used in, right? And so, um, I said, um, I said, so in, in, in surrendering, the first part is to give him your body, right? And just being like, okay, I'm your vessel, use me, right? And so then what does service, what does that look like? So that's my question to you, Kile. What does surrendering your body look like to God? So as soon as you read it, like that first part hit me, like I know the scripture, but it hit me because that's all he wants is, I'll, he said, "Give, give, give me you a, give me your life as a living sacrifice." Yeah, yeah. There are so many people think that they have to go to God with all of this stuff. Like we know the song, the little drummer boy, he didn't have nothing. So it's just so powerful that God literally just wants us. He just mm -hmm. wants us to show up, be present, be willing, be able, and let me do my thing. Let me use you. Um. So for me, it's really just laying, laying. Aside, putting aside what Kile wants to do, putting aside what Kile thinks other people want her to do, yeah. <laughs> putting aside what I'm doing um, that 
I think that I need to be doing and just really focusing on what God called me to do. And yeah, truly saying, because, you know, a lot of us, well, I know I'll say, you know, I, I just wanted to use, Lord, use me in your will, use, use me in your way. But am I truly living that? And so that's what he's saying. Give me, don't just give me your mouth. I want your mind. I want your yeah. heart. I want your body. I want you to be a living sacrifice. I want you to, you know, treat your body as a temple. So like some of the things that you're doing, I'm not in agreement with, and you're just going to mm. have to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I'm telling y'all, my heart is fluttering this week. But yeah, this, that's the- <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not, I, what you said was that this some of it is also like, can he use you? Are you even ready for him to use you, right? He's saying, um, as you were talking, I was thinking about this song. I um, I, I feel like I don't want to goony Google the words, like, but it's like, um, purify me. I want to be used by you. I think that's my average city, yeah. Like, and it's like, we ask God to use me, but if he uses you, use you to do what? Like, are you really ready for him to... Like, are you really ready for that? And I, I think that, that I, I, sometimes, like, and sometimes I am. We don't get to choose how he uses us. And so that's the craziest part, because some of us, we want to be used, you know, we want to be used on the on the, on the, the, uh, the bigger platforms, or we want to be used in certain mm-hmm. ways, so we feel like, this is, this is my gift, Lord, like, I want to be used right here, because I already know how to do this, and he's like, no, I want you to be used over here. Because it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take you to really commit to me and, sur- uh, and surrender to me. <laughs> and that's why it's like, it's like, good God, like he's using us in some of the most painful and broken moments that we don't even realize. But it's a purpose for that. So sometimes we don't, well, all the time, we don't get to choose how he uses us. Mm, I mm. think that's the toughest part. Like, use me, use me in the, in the nice. Use me the way I want you to use me, right? <laughs> That is so important because this week I had a coaching session with a coach and I was in in really trying to get through this decision. She's like, you know, okay, so what is what is coming up for me? And I said, she even in my answer, I was just kind of like, hey, yeah, I guess I'm gonna go ahead and she's like, what is that? Like what? And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be. I was like, I'm in disbelief. Like this is not what I. I didn't think this was gonna be it. I did not think this was gonna be the answer. He was. I was looking for something else, and I really am like this is what you want me to do? Like, all of this came up, and I've I've been, you know, and that's why I say when this came full circle of doing this series, I'm like, I, you know, I'm doing the hearing and the trusting and the submitting, and now we're in the obedience, and you want me to be obedient to this? (laughs) It was, it's just, I literally was in, like, disbelief that I could not believe that, (laughs) to me, I feel like we had worked so hard to get here, and it wasn't what I wanted. And that made it even, that, that's even more obedience. Because if it's what you want, you'd be like, yes, <laughs> I'm going. It's when you I say it. yes, <laughs> you, you, you are there. Sign me up. What time I need to be there? I'm be there a day early. Like, but when he is stretching you and he wants you to do something that is not comfortable to you, will you still be obedient? And will you still show up the way he's called you to show up and do the same work? Because it might, it, it is the, he's still, like you said, he's still going to use you. Yes. You just don't know how it, and, 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 uh, oh. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard, it's 
hard. It's hard. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. I'm telling you, this right here has been. Uh, it, it's been a lot. I just, I, it's not being able to find the words of like, I, I think earlier this year I heard somewhere of somebody talking about radical obedience. And that's what that felt like to me. Like radical, like despite your brain telling you, this don't make no sense. Like this is crazy. Like this, like this is crazy. It, it, it truly, it truly is crazy. And we've had, we've had offline conversations. It's crazy because it's not what it's not what I what we're what we're envisioning. It's not yeah. pictured, but I love again. I love when it comes full circle and he sends a message or he sends a confirmation. So you posted something maybe two days ago about the shift is coming. A shift. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I listened to Sarah Jakes Roberts yesterday morning and I shared it with my family and she said a shift is coming at the end. And then I listened to a song and it was talking about a shift. And I was just like, okay, God, I heard you. But it's like, he's giving you those those little reminders. And that's what's so great about God. He'll give you those little reminders. Like, listen, I know it's going to be tough, but I'm asking yeah. you to hear it all to me. I'm asking you to trust me because once you do this, you don't know what I have on the other side of this. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Lord, I'm ready for the shift. <laughs> Yeah, that's why the rest of that post said, hold on tight, sis. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> that's that's all I got. Like I went and even in that space, like I was trying to think, like, you know, I had this doing this and 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 other stuff that has been going on, kids being out of school and trying to make the first couple of weeks of summer fun and then they get all this work they gotta do too. Like it is feel like we back in school during the summertime, like can we get 10 weeks? Can we just get the 10 weeks free? But whatever, you know, learning positive. We want, want our kids to learn, guys. We want them to learn. Um, but I hadn't put out, I had any scheduled content because in the midst of me doing this, um, which I announced on the podcast that God told me to pause doing the podcast for the summer, right? He had something coming and I legit was like, I don't know what that is. Um, historically, I've always been able to feel the shift coming like in my life in the people that's connected to me i'd always be like i, I have no idea what's about to happen but i can feel it and over the last couple of weeks it kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger and i was just like i don't i don't know what's happening and monday is when it hit and i was like what that's when all of it came together was like I ended the podcast. I was obedient and everything. And then that shift hit. And I was like, no, this is not, this isn't what was supposed to happen on the other side of this. Like this, this isn't the thing that you, I was supposed to be doing. Like you were supposed to take me here because that's what I was looking forward to. But instead I'm going over here and I'm like, well, what's that supposed to look like? <laughs> Listen, his way, his ways are not our ways. His, I mean, people never understand his his. Listen, y'all, just okay. And that's the thing, right? When you are, I think one of the things that I love about the fact that we're doing this is that you're a people, if you're watching these, whether it's now or doing the replay, you're watching our real life, like transformations of things happening because 
we just started with the obedience part, right? And you're watching it. That's why now we we don't have the words because <laughs> when, when you get to this point of surrendering, it's like, I don't know, God told me to. Like, that's all you got. This is literally all I had because the Lord says so. so. <laughs> he just said so. That, that's all I got. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything else. Um, so the second part of this is... Um, so we're talking about, and I think I forgot to say this, the three ways to practice surrendering to God is to serve him, right? And to be prepared, serve him with your, like giving of yourself. And I also want to touch on the fact of service. Um, sometimes service of him is to serve other people. And it doesn't always have to be within the church. It doesn't always have, it's how do you serve? What do you some and also sometimes service is what things look like in the waiting place, right? Because a lot of times when we wait, and I've heard plenty of sermons preached about this, like when we wait for God to do something, we like, mm-hmm. what time? What time you coming? Uh, he's supposed to be here yesterday. Like it's July first. So what's going on? You know what I mean? Versus when you surrender to Him, you serve. You serve. Your, like you are his, the service. So who do you need to pour into? Who do you need to give yourself? time, energy, money, whatever it is that's on your heart, those are the things that he's still looking for you. Because remember, when we talked about trust, he has to be able to trust you with all the things he wants you to do. And it it, it just, it looks different. So, you know. Yes. It's just. And it's, it's truly an honor to be trusted with some of the things that he trusts us with. Yeah. Some of the things I look back and I'm like, good God. Well, in the moment, it's like, God, like, you sure you don't want you such and such because they're pretty good at this. So, right. But it's like looking back, it's like, oh, he trusted me to get through this. He trusted me to get through that. He brought me through this. Once I Mm -hmm. decided to trust him, and whether I trusted him, decided to trust him or not, he's going to bring me through over and over again. That's just powerful. It's the most powerful thing. Like, truly. I'm in awe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think, and that's the, what you said earlier brings us back to last week of like running his track record of knowing what he's already done for you, knowing the thing. And I can guarantee you that in those moments where you've shown up and or where he showed out, some of those had to do with your obedience, with you doing something you didn't really want to do, but you knew that something in you told you to do it. You, or you were very clear that God told you to do that thing. Um, it was on your somebody. It was laid on your heart. Like we have plenty of ways of saying it, but ultimately, is that that was the direction that God wanted you to go in. Um, and so the second part to this is being different, letting God transform you. Um, normally, so in this version, it says, uh, "Don't change yourself to be like people of this world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking." Normally, we read it as, um, "Oh, dang it." Don't be transformed by this word, but let the Lord. I can't think of it. Don't be. I can't think of it. Not be transformed by the by the ways of the world. Yes. Uh, ah, shoot. Hold on, I gotta look. I, I told myself I was supposed to be prepared, y'all. This, this. Oh, here it is. Wait, 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 wait. Uh. Oh no, I think this is the. Not transformed by the ways of this world, and shoot. So I think this is, so it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Renewing of your mind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Be you Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so only hear like that, but that really is is that you have to be different, right? And you have to be willing to be different. So how do you make sure you don't follow the crowd? Listen, so <laughs> listen, so okay, <laughs> I keep saying. Okay, so because it's confirmation, y'all, and this is this is a real life reaction to what she's asking me, and it's really showing God. It's showing me that God is truly pulling. He's pulling it out of me in the in the moment, and I'm I just I don't even know. So yesterday, the um, the message that I listened to yesterday, literally yesterday morning, was called "Adapted for Purpose" or "Adapted to Purpose," and, mm -hmm. and it was talking about. The difference between conforming and adapting and how so many people get the two confused. And so we don't mm. want to conform to the people around us or the room around us or conform into the world. But we want to adapt our purpose to fit the people that we're supposed to impact. And it went on. It was a great message. But the thing is, like, you think about it. We're supposed to be peculiar people. The Bible says that. The Bible says we're supposed to be the salt of the earth. There are so many different salts. Okay, like we got season salt, we got we got literally supposed to be your own salt. You're supposed to put your own flavor on this world. So you're supposed to you we're creating the image of God. We're not we're not supposed to be creating the image of anybody else. And so we're yeah. supposed to be who he intentionally designed us to be on this earth. So being different is very hard for me. And I think we talked about that last week. And a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And transforming and, and you know being uh uncomfortable in the beginning. Um mm -hmm. okay with being uncomfortable in the beginning. Hey man. <laughs> being okay with being un uncomfortable in the beginning because I think a lot of people think the shift is just gonna happen like that. Yeah. And it doesn't. And so that's why I think this is so cool for for us to have this conversation because I think a lot of people get leery of the Christianity thing because they're like, mm -hmm. oh, I gotta immediately change every way. You know, it's gonna take a process, it's gonna take practice, it's gonna take routine, it's gonna take prayer, it's gonna take, you know, having a relationship with God to to change. It's not gonna be a overnight scenario. Yeah. Know? And it is hard when, when you're changing certain things about yourself and, and certain people that you're used to being around are doing those things. It's like, well, can I go around those people? You know, like you said, your friend asked you, well, can you even be here? You, yeah. you're into church now. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, hey, you know, I'm still a person. I'm still a human being. But, you know, my ways are just different. You know, I'm trans I am transforming. I am changing. And it's not for you to, you know, uh, feel like you have to go back to your old ways to be around those people because God is using you in those yeah. rooms and in that dark place, you're supposed to be the light for those yeah. people that may be going through something. And when they see the change through you, that's that's the main thing. God wants God wants people to see his light through you. So yeah. like you may be the only God, you may be the only Bible that those people may see. So don't change yourself. You know, be a blessing. Keep speaking your stuff. Keep talking your stuff, but still be you. Like you don't have yeah. to walk around with a Bible. You don't have to, you know, hit people over the head with a with a Bible or go in there preaching if they're having fun. Like, no, I'm here. I'm still Kile. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up and tell you about about the things. If you ask me about, you know, 
what's going on in my life or a certain situation, yeah, yeah you're going to hear about God. You're, you're going to hear about God. Like, there's no way that I can't discuss him because he is, he is, he is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. You go. Because it's real life, y'all. This is what happened with his real life. But one of the things that she said that really stood out to me, um, which is something that I can definitely like attest to, and it's a struggle, is that when you are in this place of having to be different, it's not, it isn't always easy, right? It isn't, it isn't something that is always going to come naturally in the beginning, and then you're going to be hesitant. But I want to encourage you to walk boldly in your truth because you do not know who you are inspiring. You do not know who you are impacting. I've said before that your obedience is connected to somebody somewhere. So if you are not showing up as your true authentic self, how do you know that someone in that group or someone who's paying attention to you from across the room is, is meant to see your light? How do you know that the person who is pretending like they really are listening to you, but they are who's going to hit you on the side and be like, girl, what you said the other night, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Because those types of things happen. Sometimes people are uncomfortable being as bold as you are. And it doesn't have to be like he said, it doesn't have to be like, the Bible says that don't you do No, first of all, that is not like, well, it's, that's not me, right? I'm going to always be myself, but I am always going, I have gotten to the point now where, I am comfortable with saying my sharing my testimony. I am comfortable with sharing my truth. I do not feel because for me, if I'm being we're being very transparent here, sometimes you feel ashamed to tell people that you are a believer because of the criticism you may get back, right? And so it feels like I don't want to tell people because I don't want them to judge me and I don't want them to think that I'm, you know, a fun sponge or whatever the case may be. And that doesn't serve you. And it also doesn't serve God. If you truly are saying that you want to follow him and you want to be used by him, you have to be, you have to go against the grain. Um, and with social media, like, because this is, you know, the times are different now, right? Back in the day, you just used to see somebody with a certain outfit. You try to go mimic it that way, right? You go get the same wet and wild lipstick or nail color or whatever. You know, everybody's shopping at the same 579. You know, we everybody just looks like they're in uniform, right? Social media makes it worse. Like, in my opinion, because it is instant. You know what I mean? You can go on so many things. And when you are walking in purpose, especially in, like, creating something for other people to be impacted in, it is very easy for us to get conformed. And not adapt, but because that looks like that's working for her, right? Like, it looked like... It looked like Keeley know all the things about the reels. She didn't figure it out how to do the reels, do the music, do the, the caption. She done done all the reels. So now Felicia going to try to do a reel and <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> that's not, it's not, because that's not my thing. That's not the way that God is using me. But if I try to do it the way Keeley is doing it to impact my people by doing the reels, I'm going to miss out on my people, right? Because my people are looking for me maybe through my podcast or maybe through videos or maybe through lives or maybe through coaching. Like, I don't, I don't know. But if that is not my ministry or that's not my thing, that is how we get wrapped up. Oh, we see somebody doing this. So let me go try that to see if that works. And he's asking you to let me tell you 
what what it is that you should do. I a couple of weeks ago, I you know people do that post where they do post a really nice picture and they say, "Allow me to reintroduce myself," and they do this whole long caption. Sis, sis was tired, and sis was like, "It's too many words. I cannot. I can't do this." I said, "You know what God has given me? My voice. I turned on the camera and I introduced myself the way I know how comfortably for me because that's me." It ain't nobody else. And so I've allowed myself to, I have given myself permission to show up as me every single day, no matter who's around, what's going on. I'm going to always be Felicia or Bunny because they are both the same people. (laughs) Yes, Crystal, don't imitate. Create what's been given to you. Yes. So I shared this on another, on Danielle's live, um, uh, the, the post that Marty Woodard put up when he was like, um, Oh, first of all, polls for the calls. Okay. Cause Marty be coming for people edges and I'm going to need some things. <laughs> and he, he, he be telling the truth too. He be he telling, telling the, truth. the truth. And he had a post where he was like, um, you copying me whole time. I'm being obedient to what God told me to do. And you're not being obedient because you you want to copy me. So and I, that thing hit me, and I was yes. like, "Wow!" Because from both from both ends, you know, so many times we want to, um, like you said, people see what's working and they want to get on the bandwagon or whatever. But you don't even know that God called them to do that. He didn't call you to do that. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. on the other end, we may get upset because of the people that may be imitating us or trying to copy us, and we'll be like, "Dang!" But I don't, I no longer, that made me no longer get upset by it anymore because you know what? I'm doing, I know, I know that I'm doing, my obedience is my responsibility. I know yeah. I'm doing what God has called me to do. And whatever that person is doing, they're missing out on blessings or could be possibly missing out on blessings because instead of you being obedient to what God told you to do, you just looking, you just, you just imitating it and copying and doing all of this nonsense. And so, yeah, you're right. Social media really does promote like that conformity spirit and it's 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 tough yeah it definitely is and i think that um just even with him saying that like uh uh if you not following you following me and i'm just being obedient you think it's because you don't even know what my stuff is attached to right you know what i'm saying you don't know you don't know what me speaking my truth is attached to you don't know what that really means for me to actually say you know, a shift is coming. Or for me to say, you know, whatever that bird, that word is, you don't know what that's connected to. So if you out here trying to imitate somebody else, you don't know their story. You don't, that, that brings me to, uh, you know, Miss Wendy coming for Miss Tabitha this week, uh, today. And girl, well, first of all, she read her something nice, nicely. Okay. First of all, God bless you. God bless you. Listen, it was a very late for me because I was like, if turn the other cheek was a person, it was Listen, a I want to read somebody like that. Like she what, definitely what could she possibly say back? There's there's nothing you can clap back to that. Yeah, but it it was the what I what uh, what I got out of that on top of the read that she gave her, <laughs> you know, that was so elegant. Um oh, was that yeah, was that she her and like when the words that she was using, like we were in agreement in my marriage of 23 years. And, you know, he held me down while I like, you don't know what she's doing. Right. So if you, you don't know. So even in using that example, 
if, if someone was following her and say, oh, I love the way she's doing this and I love the way she's doing that, so I'm going to try to... You don't even know what that's attached to because based off of that, that's attached to her allowing her husband to do his dream, you know what I mean? And to walk in his purpose, right? And so it's so many different things that it's attached to that you don't even know what you're copying. And so if you ain't clear about what you're copying, you don't even know what you may get by imitating somebody else. And you don't know the the spirit laid behind what that person is doing. Come so on. God has placed something in my spirit that he wants me to do and wants mm -hmm. me to talk about and wants me to talk about. And you know what? When that's when he when he places that down in my spirit, he's already gonna attach me to the people that he wants to that he wants me to reach, that he wants me to impact, that he wants me to align with or connect with. And you just copy and paste it and the people that you're supposed to, because our purpose is connected to somebody else's destiny, the, per the person that you're supposed to be reaching and impacting, um, you're not getting them. Yeah. Because that's not what God placed in your spirit to do. Yeah, yeah. And if it's not, and that person copy somebody else, right? And so it could be, it could be with them, uh, you know, back in the day where you had the Lord telephone, you play telephone, the message get misconstrued all the way at the end. You don't even know. So that's why you have to be you have to be in alignment. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who else, who else you, you don't know who is connected to you. You don't know what your obedience, what that means for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like in us doing, just doing these lives, like, yeah, it's impacted us, but anybody who goes back and listens to these or who has been following it, I, I will never know the impact that it will have, but you do. You know what I'm saying? You will know the impact that it has by saying, you know what? I really want to be more obedient. Let me start. Let me gain a relationship and let me learn how to hear from him and then learn how to trust him and then submit and surrender. But guess what? I did my assignment. I can end this and say it's complete. I am done. I did what I was supposed to do. Because remember at the beginning of this, I told y'all the same. I, I cannot remember whose post I saw because it was like four years ago. But the thing I have on my wall is obedience is our responsibility. Outcome is God's. I'm telling you. The, that's the only part that we have. That's the only part that we're responsible for. The rest is up to him. And you and the outcome may not be immediate. The outcome could be years from now. But you will remember it's because you did what you were supposed to do from the beginning. And it's a daily practice. I said that earlier today in my stories. Like, it is a daily practice of obedience in every area of your life, not just one, in every area. Like, it's getting, but it's, it's, getting, it's stressful. Getting into position, just being in your position. Stop being at the, I don't want, I, Lord, I don't want to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, position me to where you want me to be positioned because being, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, not just physically, because we say that all the time, physically, but like spiritually, like where are, where are you? You know, yeah. it's, it's very dangerous because you're opening your spirit, you're opening. That's why that spirit of discernment is real. Like, yeah, it is. Watch who you connect with because mm-mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, this, the last thing uh so we've talked about three ways to practice the surrendering to god so the first way was to serve god 
um, and to be of service with your body, to be ready for how he wants to use you. The second way is to be different. Like you have to be able to show up differently um, for yourself, for the people around you, because you never know who you are impacted. And um, the last part of this was, um, this was a good old, uh, I, when I thought about it, I was like, I know it say, in the Real Housewives say, she say, Sheree say, who gonna check me, boo? But it really said, I wrote down, check yourself, boo. That's who you need to check yourself, okay? Because the last part of this uh, verse says, uh, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Um, and so I took that as, yeah, you're going to have to check yourself or throughout this time, throughout these, because there will get be moments where you think you're doing everything right, where you start to get ahead of him, right? Because what will happen is that you become obedient and you will have forward movement. There will be, you'll start to see things and you'll be like, oh, this works. Oh, no, this is happening. Oh, this. And then you end up getting caught up and now you leading him and you didn't let him he like, wait, we, we still back here. And you like, okay, so now, God, what we're going to do is, is we're going to go over here. <laughs> we're going to put these things. We're going to put these things over on this thing. This is where it's going to go, right? Like, now you directing him. And he looking at you like, are we, are we for real? <laughs> this is not. And, the, and in it, it says, in that thing, it says a warning that you do not think that you are better than you are. Not that you're better than anybody else. But that you, it is to humble you. We talked about this last week of remain, keeping that spirit of humility and remembering that he is greater, remembering that he is still directing your path and that he's going to, he's going to do it. So you're going to have to check yourself periodically of like making sure you're still in alignment, making sure that you are still, okay, God, are we, are we still here? Is, is, Okay. Where is everyone present and accounted for? Jesus, Holy Spirit. God. Okay, let's let's move, right? Versus because we I've I've operated out of order, right? Before I'm sure uh, all of us have. And it's not a good feeling when he gotta reel you back in and, and when he has to humble you because that feels worse, right? Because now you gotta apologize, you gotta backtrack, you all these other feelings come up because now you you know you did wrong, right? And you're like, Lord, I'm so sorry. And I didn't. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> my question to you is, is um, when you have those moments, how do you check yourself? Like, how you check yourself, boo? <laughs> and sometimes I check myself. Sometimes, um, sometimes God sends somebody else to check me. Mm. And then sometimes he checks me, my ch checks me himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I love Tasha Todd's song "Gracefully Broken" because it's like, you know, God is gonna, He's gonna discipline us. He's going to, like you said, that warning. He's gonna give the warning. He's going to do what he got to do to get what he needs from us. Yeah. But he does, it, he does it gracefully because although, like, we look at all the stuff that we've been through, we made it out somehow. And now that we look back out at, now that we look back over it, now that we've made it out, we're like, whoo, that wasn't so bad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, it was, but it was, it was torture in the moment. But, you know, I check myself by 
truly, it takes me a while. Just like, <laughs> it's like in human nature when, when you've done something wrong, you know you did something wrong. Like you had that little pouting phase, you had that silent treatment phase, you had that whatever phase it is. You're like, well, I'm, I'm not ready right now. Right. <laughs> I ain't about to admit that I was wrong right now. Like you wanted to give me some time, God. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like even in those moments, I still try to do what I was doing. Like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna keep going because. And sometimes it's so crazy because sometimes we try to we try to use the word of God and we try to twist it into our own interpretation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. No, that ain't what I said. What I said was, and that's not how I meant it. And you know that's not how I meant it. So sometimes I, I've caught myself doing that where I have to check myself and be like, you know, dangle on us. Not what that scripture said. <laughs> and you miss, you're not trying to read the scripture before and the scripture after because you know that's not the interpretation. Yeah. So it's hard to check yourself. Um, but I do do it when, you know, just, just having that prayer time or just being silent. So sometimes the silent treatment, the silent treatment is bad when it comes, when it goes to my husband, because I do that sometimes. But it's not, it's not as bad when I'm doing it with God, because sometimes I need to shut up. I need to, mm -hmm, be, mm -hmm. I need to be quiet and I need him to literally tell me what I did wrong. How can I fix it? If I can't fix it, what you want me to do next time? You know, yep. just really being open to to let him in, to let him have that conversation with you because it it, it is a conversation. I think everybody thinks that we just go to God, we just go to yeah. God, we go to God, we just go to God. But he does he does respond and he does talk back and he does give us guidance and wisdom. And, but you have to you have to be silent and it's not gonna come. It doesn't always come like right when you need it. Sometimes, yeah. like you said, you watching that talk like. All right, God. I yeah. Asked you, so I asked you. I, I had asked you what you wanted me to do, and you ain't tell me yet. So I'm about to just do what I want to do, and then, you know. But then we learn. We learn. So checking yourself. Sometimes it comes through learning experiences and growing experience, and yeah, and and being disciplined by him, and or being checked by. He'll send somebody in a loving way to check you, but. Mm -hmm. Like, well, he says old things, right? <laughs> so this has to be included in old things working out for his good. That's what this, right? Even when I when I met, even when I noted this, okay. Um, so the two things that came up for me was like, um, when I know I have to check myself is like when I notice it's up, God will give me the salad treatment, right? And I'm just like, you not so you you busy like. <laughs> You're on vacation, like somebody you okay, you know. So it is it, it you, and in those moments, I have to the way I check myself is I have to go back and say, What is the last thing that God told me to do? And I have to be honest with myself. So, in a part of this, says that like you have to be transparent with yourself, and what based off of the faith that He's giving you, I got to go backwards and say, What's the last thing that He told me to do? Did I actually do that? And if I didn't, why not? Right. And then, OK, what changes do I need to make in the next 30 days to make sure that that thing happens? Because it could be just procrastination. It could be um, I feel like doing it. Right. I was being disobedient. I got distracted by whatever. But 
it will always go back to God gave you an instruction and you didn't do it. And that's why we're out of alignment. Uh, the second thing you said is about having somebody else. I, it is important for you to have the right tribe, right? The right people who can come to you and say, did you mean to post that? <laughs> did you mean to say that to them? You know, in a very like, was that was that your intention, right? Like, it ain't they not telling you you did something wrong. They it's like giving you the questions to ask, like, what was what were you thinking behind actually doing that for you to be able to say like, well, yeah, because I was, and then when you really start to think about it, like, okay, maybe that wasn't it, or or somebody coming to tell you like, I see what direction you're going in, and I just, I gotta, I gotta. Come on over here. Or just sending send a link like you did when you sent that sermon. Yeah. You didn't know the impact. And that was God checking me like, now, listen, you was talking on that live and you, that means that your heart is still hardening and you're still living in that spirit of unforgiveness. And so you mm. sent that link and that was him. That was him checking me through you. Like, here we are again. I'm, I'm yeah. going to remind you that forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. And, and this is what I need you to do so that I can make this shift. Come on. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Listen. And, 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 and even in that, like, the intention why sometimes that the person gives you something, when sometimes, like, I, being as though I don't know the full story, I don't know every, like, it was just that, oh my gosh, I can't believe we literally were just talking about this. I'm going to send this to her. Like, it was very genuine, but God knew, right? He knew, like, this is what she needed this. She needs this right now, on this day, in this exact moment, in this space, it, it's the, all the, again, it was, it's the alignment of just being, because had we not be in, be in this space doing this, I, I still would have done the small group because I still have small group, right? But you wouldn't have came to my mind. You wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I would have never sent you, sent you this because the conversation would have never came up, right? Exactly. For, for me to be in position to say, oh, I got to give her this, right? For God to, to use me to pour into you. And so, um, yeah, that all, all of these things over these last, Four weeks has really been to stretch us all, right? To really get to a place of if you want a better relationship with God and you really want him to use you the way that you're asking or the the way that you want it, like the way if you really want him to use you, you there is some work that has to be done on your part. And I feel like through this series, we have, at least I hope we have, shown you ways that you have you have to do your work. Like, do the work. Ain't nobody else do it for you. Do the work and build the build your own relationship. You know, like don't let anyone like like I was thinking about it the other day about um when we when we first fell in love, like your first love, your first love. Nobody can tell you nothing about that person. Like, I remember just being disobedient. Like, I didn't care if I got in trouble. I didn't care. You can tell me he's trash. But this, <laughs> listen, I'm in love, okay? So, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so crazy because, and it's like, that is the relationship that you want to form with God when nobody can tell you anything. Yeah. You do not want to have a personal relationship with God. You are in, you understand him. 
you know him through and through you know the things that he's done for you so if anybody try to come at you and be like well how'd you know it was god or why you why you doing this why you doing that like you said because god said so yeah yeah. And that's that's my God, and I'm gonna stick beside him. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yes, that's my man. <laughs> yes, mhm, mhm, that's him. That's you know, and just and the reality is, is that you can't. The other part I would add to that is that you cannot pick and choose when you want to claim him, right? Oh, you can't no. do that. You can't pick and choose. Can't so even in no, you can't, can't be lukewarm. What they say it is, you spit it out, right? Ain't that what uh, the you, you spit it out if you if it's lukewarm? Like you either got to be hot or cold, or you either all in or you. The thing about it is, is that it's a relationship. Explain to me what relationship lasts with somebody being a flip flop. Yeah. None. None of us would tolerate that. You would not tolerate anybody in your life. No friend, no man, you know, maybe only your kids, right? Because they're your kids. You can't really. But <laughs> but any relationship of value, if you have, you don't want a flip-flop relationship. You don't want a one-sided relationship. You don't want somebody who, like, last week she was with me and this week she not. God don't want that either, right? But the, the, the powerful part about it is he will love us regardless. Yes, like, he that's will. That's the craziest part to me, like. Dang God, you just really, you really just believe in your girl out here. <laughs> yes, yes. He will love, it. like, he's, all of this is saying, it, I'm, in saying that you need to build your relationship, is not saying that he will not continue, <laughs> not, not they on borrow time, but. No, that part, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, You want to build your relationship with them so that you can have yes that unconditional love like that's what he has for us and so in order for you to really be in the space you ever met somebody that like when they talk about him they there they are no words right they just cannot like how when we when we were having some of these conversations some of it is we don't have the words because we're watching him work in action currently as we're speaking and some of it is is that I just can't believe he chose me. I can't believe that he he blessed me this much with my trifling self, right? With my, you know, disloyal, unforgiving, just blah self. He still saw fit to bless me. And he still saw fit to use me. Excuse me. And so some of it for me is like, it's the audacity of myself to not, like, I just can't. I can't. He's done too much for me for me not to continue um, to be obedient, even when I don't want to. <laughs> even when I don't want to. Even if I don't want And it, he's, he's done too much for me not for me to tell my story. And, yes. And I know some people like it's it's nice to post the stuff and, and tell about the stuff, but it's no it's not a brag on me. Like that's a reminder. It's never a brag mm. on, on either on either of us. It's never a brag. It's a brag on God because like it's showing truly the power of God, the power of God using you, the power of you allowing God allowing God to use you. Mm -hmm. It's still he don't need he don't need our permission, but he does need us to allow him. We need to show up. We need to be willing and able and all of that. So it's just. Wow, the pa for for people to see 
the things like you shared your story, the things that we've been through, the things that we go through, and to see where we are today. Yeah. Fuck up. Yeah. That's just yeah. I'm, I'm in awe again. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, but that's that's that. Sometimes that's where you just be at. You just be in awe because that's just how that's how his how his love is. That's how it is. It's like you just you, there are no words. You cannot explain it. But what you do know is that you want it again and again and again, and you just you want to feel like that, right? And so. Um, it's not always going to be an easy ride. It's going to stretch you. I've told y'all, I said y'all to this, I'm gonna say this to y'all before that as you continue to grow in your relationship, he will push you to be bit greater because the people that you're impacting now, those are the people for now. There will be another level and that will cause there to be a different version of you in that season, right? And so we are, we are, it's, it's forever changing. Like it's, uh, what is like, we're like we're growing like we just it continue we just continue oh, to bloom continue, evolving yeah there's the word i couldn't my brain was just like no not <laughs> <for that>. um, <laughs> we're just continuing growing and so the goal is that in this space in you know in having this conversation um my adoration and my like reverence for him has i think that's the other thing too right like when you have conversations about God and what he's done, it makes you remember what he has actually done. No, and you'll be like... You truly... And, and it, that's when you go back to the, to the old grandma church. If I had 10,000 toes, I still couldn't tell yes. it all. I still couldn't tell it all. <laughs> like, listen, my one tongue, that's why I'm getting tongue-tied. That's why I'm in awe. That's why I'm getting speechless because it's truly like a, a testimony of of what God can do. And it it, it, yeah. it it actually brings you joy because it's, I don't know. It's just, that's, it's just, it's just. It's unspeakable. It's yep. It's, that, but that's what joy is, right? Because when you realize, when you get on the other side of whatever it is that God brings you through, the growth that you see in yourself and the people around you in, in how you are just different and how you feel about him, how you feel about yourself, you know that there's not another person who could ever, you could not do that yourself, right? So it's the power of him that's just so great and so amazing that just makes you feel so warm and cuddly on the inside, right? Like I just, when the, every time we've had this conversation, I usually have my fan on um, because first of all, you know, my whole being on camera makes me nervous and then this ring light, it'd be all hot. But I feel like I get goosebumps every time talking about him because I know, like, I know. And it's like, if people truly knew our story, if they really knew the the the, the place that we don't really talk about, that is what, that's what you see on people's face. Like you say, when you were in church and you wasn't sure like, why is she over there crying like that? Like, I'm talking about laid out on the ground. You know what I mean? Because if you knew where he brought you from, if he, you knew what he took us through, you would be, you would, you, that's, just, that's, that's where you would be. And that is where he wants our hearts to be at all times. It's just in that position of surrender, which is clearly what we're talking about today. And so, listen. This Look, was, this, this was, this was everything, and still, and still bringing us through because, you know, the tests don't stop. 
Uh, he's brought us through those, but when he's still bringing us through, and so. Um, <laughs> amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Listen, the kids. <laughs> I look. I'm telling. I, 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 I get it. All right. I had to let mine know ahead of time. Okay, just like before we get started. This is the time. This is. You know, they, they're a little older though, so they get a yeah, they get a little bit of a pass. I don't have little ones that just like creep up on you like that. <laughs> God is good all the time. All the time. All the time. So, God is good. <laughs> this has truly been amazing. Um, like you said, the sh- a shift is coming. Um, and then exactly <laughs> borrow time, okay? Like, bro. But I'll um, probably let you be great, Keila. That's all right. <laughs> Listen, the shake, we're going to go through the shaking, the pressing, the breaking, all of it. And, yes. and then, you know, your greater is going to come. Your greater yeah. is coming, okay? But, yeah. Huh, y'all, listen, I'm going to keep you in prayer. You keep me in prayer. Yes. Thank y'all so much. Thank you, Keelan, again. Like, I. You definitely, you showed up for me every single week. This was not in the plan. This was not a regularly scheduled program. This was literally, this right here, this entire series is an act of obedience, okay? It is, you literally, like, if you, like, from the beginning, I said, I did this series as a podcast. God told me to do IG Live, and I was like, with who? Like, what (laughs) you want me doing by myself? What is happening? I asked her to do one episode, one series, and it was like, but I just wanted to tell you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for showing up, for doing this with me, for being transparent, being open, being vulnerable, being obedient, and I am just, I'm grateful, and I just cannot wait to see how this obedience, how the, what the outcome is going to be like for us, okay? Because whenever I'm, God show up, I'm going to be like, he late. Listen. It's going to be a testimony service, girl. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, no, this was this was amazing. I'm I'm thankful to God for speaking my name to you for this cuz this has been absolutely amazing. Um I'm looking forward to everything that we're connected on, the devotion, yeah. all of it. And you know, the next time I get on here, you know, I'm going to keep my tonight I have my armor bearers with me y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That is all right. That is all right. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with us these last four weeks. Um, You can go and watch the replay. They're all on my page. Make sure you're following myself and Keele. um, And just watch our journeys, y'all. Like, you know, we just, I I just thank y'all. Thank y'all for showing up every week. Y'all have a good night. See ya. Good night. Bye, y'all. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.